Sup James my man Hey Lenny Thanks for the support Hi Alan Tonight I have invited uh, Marcus To share about uh, To share with us his entrepreneurship journey Nice 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 Ian. Oh shit Update me later bro yeah. Hi Carissa. So let's wait for Marcus, huh? Hi Mituraj. Hopefully I pronounce it correctly, man. What's up? Thanks for joining. So in case you guys didn't realize, huh, today is slightly brighter, would you agree? Hey, hi Zoro, hi William, I am assuming. Today a bit brighter. Hi Kelly. Hi Rafaela. Hi Eric. Hi Dylan. No, I always have these lights, bro. Just that I lazy turned on the past few days. <laughs> yeah, finally I use it. I use it. If not, you know the dark light lighting. I I think it's really too bad. My airbags are really bad, uh, then the dark lighting made it worse. Just give uh, Marcus some time before we start. I guess most of you here are actually entrepreneurs. Nice. Yeah, way, way better. La. Usually it's them dark, them ugly, honestly. I, I low key self conscious also, uh, you know. <laughs> Any stress lah. Oh shit. We can talk afterwards bro. After this I have a class uh end at 12.30. Maybe you can help on a quick call. Hi hi Beth. Welcome, welcome Beth. Just give us some time my guys. So, so, yeah. Marcus is, is having some technical issue, guys. Trying to join in soon, real soon. Thanks for supporting, guys. How's the day so far, guys? How's the day? Okay, Marcus is in. For sure, brother. Looking forward to the to a video, bro. Wait, uh, let me just add. Why Marcus unable to join? Marcus, I think you need to use uh your phone. Yeah. 
All right. right. Yes, we have Marcus. Sorry, I was trying to do it on my com, but it doesn't seem to be able to work. No problem, brother. Okay, probably you can share with the audience, like, Harry, what are you up to, bro? Yeah, sure. So, today yeah, is actually my first first day of school back at SMU. So, I'm um, incoming year three right. at, um, yes. Yes. at SMU. So, so, there's that. And then, on the side, I'm actually currently working on my startup. So, I joined a friend who started it, who founded his own company, a what traditional watch startup called Sakoni Original. Then, uh, that's what I've been working on for the past summer. And because of that startup that we're working on, I also started a podcast, which is actually how I met Daryl himself. And one thing led to another, and now I'm here. Awesome, awesome. So, can you probably share with us, like, what made you... I mean, I know you briefly shared with me, you know, like, what made you, um, you uh, like, you shared with me, did, I, I'm actually recalling, did you share with me why did you join your friend to start this, uh, I mean, to, to help you out with this watch brand? So now I'm asking you, why did you join? Yeah, so, where should I start? Okay, so I think the first thing is, uh, I've always wanted to sort of, like, try out something on myself. So I've always been interested in the concept of entrepreneurship. I wanted to eventually start my own business. But I just never had the opportunity to, or rather like the the chance just never arrived. Love. So I, I was mm. like a very traditional path kind of person, right? I went secondary school, then I went JC, then eventually I went uni. So in between, there, were, there weren't really the opportunities that, that presented itself. But then when it came to university, you know, he started exploring more like, oh, what I want to do, um, what I'm interested in. And then first year, I went to intern at uh, a corporate firm. I, went, I interned at HSBC. I went to do their financial reporting department. And that experience was not the most pleasant because, you know, in, in a big company, right, there's a, there are a lot of red tapes and like things go very standard, like, there's a path for you to follow. You yeah. do this, one, two, three, four, then, then the day just passes like that, right? Yeah. And then, after like one, two weeks, I got, I got used to what I was supposed to do already and then I just got bored of it already. And then, after that three months, right, I just told myself like, I, I can't survive in this kind of environment. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> and what's right. funny was that, the last, the last day, right, before I left, my supervisor was like, don't, don't come back here, like, I don't think uh, it's a job for you. Because, she herself didn't enjoy her job as well. But, you know, okay. as they rose up the ranks, they have been staying there for a while. Then I think they, they just got used to it. And I guess it's also because they have to, like, earn a living. La. And, and so they sort of resigned themselves to that fate. But when I saw that, I was yeah. like, you know, that's not really something I would want for myself. Yes. And that reinforced my, my determination to go and try something out. And... Mm. To start something last to see how it goes. So it so, was just yeah. one experience. That, that one say, experience that scarred you already. And you're like, nay, hierarchy is out, not for me. Yeah, I mean before that, even before that, I have been thinking about it, right? But you know, okay, I like okay, like, why not? Uh I got the opportunity, right? Why not I go and try it out? Just to, you know, if I if I like it, then okay. If I don't like it, then it at least I had that experience. I can I can say that I tried it before. La. Yeah. So that, that was the rationale behind it. And when I went to try and sure enough, I didn't like it. So, you know, after going there, that was like, I, I prefer a more exciting 
environment and yeah that's that's how i went into um this startup and okay how it all started was it was actually quite um i wouldn't say coincidental but it wasn't the most like planned in a way so i was just uh we met through our cca so i, um, I mean smu frisbee right and then we had this like training run and then after the run we were just sitting down then he was then then he had a startup so i was like asking him about it and at a point in time there was a business case competition that was going on so he was telling me about his plans for the competition and how he was planning to expand and everything right so i was like you know sounds interesting uh and at that point he was trying to recruit people to grow his team and expand his offerings as well so yeah things lined up and that's how i i ended up entering uh, joining him in doing the startup and it, yeah. it's it's been four months now yeah so probably that's still a lot of to learn yeah yeah probably you want to give the audience a con- some context like what is the name of the brand and things like that so they can understand better the shout out yeah sure brand. yeah so it's called sakoni original it's a traditional watch brand for now but we're actually branching out into hybrid smartwatch so now we are in the midst of developing a hybrid smartwatch mm. uh back then when my friend founded the company he actually ran a kickstarter to kickstart the whole brand he so he was a solo founder and he managed to raise i think more than 45,000 to 50,000 just on kickstarter alone mm. so using crowd crowd funding right he managed to fund the company and we've been selling on e-commerce since then it's, it's been generating consistent sales lah so right now things have been a bit slow due to covid and yep. we've been trying to focus a bit more on the hybrid um, series right so things have been slow but we are trying to ramp things up now as as uh, we try to have more initiatives lah right. so the hybrid smartwatch is a very it is a tricky space because One thing is you need to develop hardware and then we're delving into software. Uh hardware plus software and the integration between the, those two right. And if you're talking about just a traditional watch alone, it's very straightforward. You can just source for manufacturers, you can yep. source for the suppliers and just, you know, get it all together and then have your own watch. But when we come into like the tech space, right, it's really where things get exciting but also get a lot tougher. And along the way, definitely there are a lot of hiccups and we're just trying to iron out the kinks at this moment lah. So so one interesting thing about them right guys I just want to share is that they are doing a watch brand. But the funny thing is this watch brand runs a podcast. Right? So so to that was how I I got in touch with with Marcus actually. So you want to talk more about your podcast as well. Yeah, so that's actually something a lot of people ask us. Yeah. But one of the main reasons why we wanted to was um in in the midst of this development phase we wanted to have a way to still connect with the community right so a podcast was one of the channels we thought could be appropriate to reach out to you know other people like us and still gain a lot of insights from these kind of people so the other reason was because we found ourselves actually looking to other people for advice also you know because we are very young we're very inexperienced so we always go and look for other people who are more experienced for uh for like mentorship for like advice So this kind of conversations were very useful and we thought at the same time you know if we could extend these conversations to the wider community it not only serves as a value add for the community but also as a like a brand recognition and brand awareness for our brand right so yeah. 
um, that was one of the main, the, one of the reasons. The other reason is because we, we felt like in the long run, if you're just a traditional watch brand, right, you wouldn't survive in the market. Like you can, you can off the top of your head, you can name how many watch brands really, right? So there has to be really like different factors that are able to differentiate yourself from your competitor, competitors. Sure. So that is something we're trying to, trying to build as well. Like building a brand that is bigger than just simply a watch. You know, like, like the whole brand building experience, um, standing yeah. for cost greater than the greater than the, greater than the product, right? So mm. these are the things that we've been trying to experiment with so far. Um, yeah, but the podcast has been doing well so far. I mean, I've definitely enjoyed it because I get to meet a lot of people, right? Like you... Yeah. Uh, that day, I, I managed to interview Melvin also, like the, the founder of uh, X-Factor. Yeah, X-Factor. So, I was just telling him like how I, I sort of like rose out the ranks, right? I interviewed like <laughs> all of us, then I went to him. But yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting experience and through the podcast, I also get to get a lot of different insights. La. So, it's definitely helped the brand as well. You get a lot mm. of um, tips and tricks along the way. And... Yeah, it's been great so far. So how long has your journey been? In the, like, you know, with regards to this watch brand, with regards to this podcast, how long has it been in total? When we first uh, entertained the thought of me joining the staff, it was um, January, February. Okay. But uh, when it really kicked off was in April because that was mm. when our finals ended and then we wanted to use the summer to build it. So... Right. We started in April this year. Now it's August, so it's four plus months. Yeah, so I would like to ask, right, what was your biggest challenge right, during these four months again? It can be with regards to the watch brand, it could be with regards to the podcast. Like, what would you say is the biggest struggle? I think the biggest one would be team management. Team management. So... so me, me and the founder, not, not only the two of us, we have a group of friends who are building it together with us because we're building hardware plus software, right? So we have a group of eight now. And, you know, with, with uh, COVID, with remote working and the fact that we are still very, very young and very inexperienced, there are a lot yeah. of things that, you know, you don't realize you need to take note of until you start, like, actually working on it. So if I could name some examples, it's like um, something as simple as setting first, you, you first start, start out, right? You're thinking, everybody's super motivated, you know, they want to do a lot of things. But yeah. then without that, that, that central goal to align everyone at the start, right? Because, you know, we're like, hey, just do that, just do. Then eventually you'll figure it out. But without yeah. that central focus, we found ourselves drifting off and doing a lot of things that weren't the most pertinent to the end goal. Mm. So we sort of wasted a bit of time in, in, that, in that sense uh, because we didn't have a, a centralized goal to work towards. So, you know, these are the kind of things that you only figure out when, when you start working on it. It's like at the start, yeah. you might think it's not the most important, but over time, you, would, you realize that it's actually very important. Uh. So then we started to use this system called OKRs. So like objective and key results. Vision, is it? Mind Valley. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's... Like he, I mean, like, the first time I heard of it was from him. Yeah, I mean, right, it's, right. it's quite a popular technique because it's used mm-hmm. by like, mm-hmm. companies like Google also. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we, use, try, we try to adopt different frameworks to, 
align everybody and the team on, on our goals. So that has helped a bit. Um, also that, I think over time, the motivation will win. Yep. And what's important is that you will need to be able to still motivate people. Lah. So especially when you're remote working, right, it's very easy to get sucked into all your work and then yep. get lost in the, the amount of work you have and not and forget to like, what's that word? Um, like catch up with your, with your peers. So mm. I think it's very important that you still set aside time to go and speak to them, check out how they are doing. Like even though everybody is like working very hard on their own, but it's good to just check in, see how they are doing, you know? It might not even mm. be work related. It might yep. just be as simple as asking how their, day are, how their day is going, whether they face any problems or anything like that. Yeah, it was something that we, we found we could have done more of because when you work too, for a prolonged period without meeting, right, especially during that, um, that, that circuit breaker period, it, mm. it's, it can be quite hard to get. It can be quite easy to get like, just into your own zone. Yeah. So I think team management was one of the more interesting things that I picked up over the years. So not over the years, over the months. Yeah. So, it's not something that you learn in school, right? You go, yeah. you, go school, you, you take a university degree over four years, I think you also won't learn anything. Because yeah, 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 yeah. even if you talk about like a project work, right? It's very different. It's uh, over just the semester, right? But when you work on a team, it's like the dynamics are totally different. Awesome. And there are a lot of nuances that you need to pick up on. Lah. So I had to go and learn how to, you know, set goals, how to, what, what can we do to, to bond the team and everything yeah. like that. So it's, it's definitely very interesting. Lah. So if, I mean, just, just out of, out, out of, uh, right now, right, I'm just curious, right, uh, is there any, any business idea that you have at the back of your head that you have this urge, you know, that you want to start or something? Do you have any? Uh, okay, I, so, so every time I yeah. think of uh, an idea, I will actually keep it down in like this notepad. Right? I was just thinking of one the other day. Okay. Just a random thought, like, actually. So, so, you know, sometimes you you want to go to sleep, right? But then you have to, a lot of thoughts before you sleep. Oh, yeah, I agree, I agree. I right, agree. right. Yeah. And then the very irritating thing is that, you know, you want to sleep already, then you, can't, you don't want to go and wake up and go and write a note on, like, yeah, I always uh, do that your notebook, yeah. right? right? Then yeah. I thought of, like, you know, if you could create a alarm clock, which, like, either voice record or, like, can write on the alarm clock and then, like, transfer to your computer the next day or something like that. You know, it's yeah. right beside you. You can set your alarm and still, like, transmit data at the same time. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's it's just a random thought. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just things like... Yeah, but that, that, that is, that is a, a urgent, urgent problem, though. Like, for me, I was just talking to Bibiana last night. I cannot sleep. Mainly, it's because this monkey mind uh, constantly think a lot of stuff at night. Right. You know then it's like, it's, like, super irritating. It's, like, should I sleep or should I wake up and go and write, write a bit and go and yeah, sleep? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a vicious uh, yeah. cycle. I'll, I'll, I'll wake up, turn on the light, then I just type out already. Right? Then after that, I'll go back again. Eh, another, you know, another cycle. Yeah. Oh, shit. But I, I agree. I also have this uh, this notepad that includes uh, weird-ass ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have plenty, you know, and usually it comes from, my, I guess, like problems that I face. I can remember one when I was younger. Uh, my mother forced me to study. Then I remember I would always game the system. So how it, how it works right, is that I will do the assignment. Okay, I butter trade a lot first. Okay, mm -hmm. context, right, guys. I butter trade a lot. I will tell my mother, say, 
if I complete this one page of assignment, I'll play computer games for 30 minutes. So she said, okay. So I will complete the first page. Then after that, I will not put a date. Then I'll say, mommy, done. Then I, I fast forward tomorrow, right? I will use the same page. I just put today's date. Mommy, done. <laughs> so, so I was thinking, now that I grow older, right? I was thinking, what can I do to game the system so that future kids will not cheat, you know? What if there's a mobile app or whatever that you can let the, the board them uh, what do you call that? Uh, cross cross mark uh, or whatever, mm, you know, mm. so that there's no cheating cases. <laughs> like, I still have it on my, my note. I, I think that it's an interesting practice, uh, like like for for people here or like whoever want to do entrepreneurship, just write all these interesting ideas down, like whatever uh, Marcus just said. It, one day you never know, it will come in handy, man. Okay, la, but but then again, you know, there are a lot of ideas, right, that you sometimes I think of, then it's like, wow, I think this idea can work, right? Then you yeah. go and tell all your friends, you discuss, discuss, then actually, one day later, you're like, oh, okay, like, actually, I don't think it will work, you know? That's <laughs> kind of thing. It's like, it yes, started very nice at the start. Then you keep, like, self-promoting, um, right? Like, hey, I think this one will work, right? This one should be able to succeed. Then, yeah. then it, you let it sit for a few days, right? Then after that, you can start poking holes at the ideas. Then that's when you know, like, okay, like, the idea might not, might not be the best or so. Yeah, so instead, I mean, since we're on this topic of entrepreneurship, right? I, I, this is something that I hold very close to my heart. I, I noticed that when last time me, when I was chasing after entrepreneurship, right, I was doing it for the sake of it, uh, for the money, very obvious, very, very honest. And and I just want to get your perspective as well. Now, when I look at the word entrepreneurship, I'm just thinking, what is something that uh, hold close to my heart? What is a skill that I have that can impact the world? What, what kind of problem I can uh, solve? That is the way I see entrepreneurship. It's something beyond uh, money. It's something like uh, your purpose, your passion, will give you the profit from entrepreneurship. Mm. What mm. about you? What's your perspective on entrepreneurship? There's no right or wrong. Right? Just want to bounce ideas. Yeah. To be very honest, I feel like I'm still finding my direction. Okay. Like, like talk about purpose, right? I don't mm. feel like I found like the one thing that I'm super passionate about yet. Yeah. Um, what has come close was like starting the podcast, right? I realized I, I like to speak to people, share my thoughts. Yeah. Um, like the, the path of like education, teaching people how to, you know, you could possibly find your passion, self-development, things like that. I think that was one of the things that I, I feel like I'm quite passionate about. Mm. But there are still a lot of things that I'm trying to figure out. Um, what I'm good at, what I can potentially do better at, you know, right. a lot of things. But about entrepreneurship, I feel like one thing about all entrepreneurs is that we want that sort of um, like no bound, no no boundaries in the sense that we can we can do whatever we want, and if we do more, we can achieve more. Yeah, I think that is something you can't really achieve in a corporate kind of setting. Like you can fly very high. But there's always a, a ceiling you will hit, right? Like maybe yeah. the length of time you stay in a job or like the kind of people you know. But mm. in entrepreneurship is where you can really saw if you are super good, right? Yeah. But I think the other side of it is also that there are a lot of things that you need to discover about yourself along the way. So like even after I've started, right? I feel like there are a lot of things that I didn't know about myself before I started. Well, um, wow, that's a good question. Wow, some examples. Uh. 
Okay, I think last time I thought that I was a very disciplined person. But you know, when you start a startup, right, your tasks are set by yourself, right? So without those deadlines, I found myself um, floating on, on some days because you don't have someone to tell you what to do and yeah. what to achieve, right? So that's something I, I struggled with for a while. It's like, you know, there are so many things to do. But I like I, f- I feel very overwhelmed in a sense. Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. know how to approach it and I don't know how to there's no step by step to follow. Yes. So last time it's like if people give me a lot of work, I've got deadlines, everything, I can just I can just chong, I can just finish everything. But now that I there's nobody to You are your own manager. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there's nobody to give me the directions. I found myself a bit lost. Yes. So then that's when I realized that I have to learn how to break things down into more achievable tasks in a sense. And, I love it, I love it. And focus on tackling it step by step. Because yep. if you look at it as a whole picture, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. It's like, oh, sure. hey, you need to hit 1K. So I think I'm like, wow, that sounds like a very far-fetched idea, you know? Yep. But after you break it down into, say, maybe you need to post one video every two days, one video every three days, or like one post every day then it sounds a bit more attainable and not so scary yes so yeah that those i i would say that's that's something i picked up on i i love that you mentioned you know things like this like, which is very real very vulnerable um i really appreciate it you know the audience can see that you, you are being very authentic here lah. i i truly agree with that. i keep looking at the whiteboard because this is my whiteboard guys uh whatever he said right so for my business i aim to serve two clients okay then this is the breakdown so all the tasks that I have to do. So previously, I don't have such a system. So I only know that I want this goal. I don't know how the hell do I get it. And after that, I think I had a conversation with one of my friends. He asked me, so how do you run a 10-kilometer run? So I said, huh, what do you mean? Because that is something I thought that it was impossible at first. Mm. And he, he asked me to answer myself. So I said, uh, I dice it down. I aim by two click and two click and two click. So he said, okay, great. So firstly, you dice it down. Then he said, so what drives you? So I said, uh, because I want to prove to people that I can do it. So he said, great. Secondly, identify your motivation. Then after that, he asked even more questions. Then I was like, okay, great. So uh, he asked me, so why didn't you not give up even though you have the motivation? I said, uh, I constantly reaffirm myself at the 8 click mark. So he said, now that you know, you know, it ties it down, motivate yourself, and you reaffirm yourself, can you apply this knowledge to your business? Oh, shit. Just blown off like, like you know like one aspect of a life can actually be applied to the next mm. and and that really helped me so much so much and it, and it, I hopefully it will help the audience here as well so I really agree what you said uh it's very overwhelming at times but if you can dice it down break it down very clearly mm. some things you can do great some things cannot do outsource yeah right if not go and find mentors uh. okay but that, that's not always the the possible solution uh. sometimes oh, you just have to so like when I first started right uh, yeah I'm not the most creative person. So I was like, okay, la, everything marketing, uh, I, I won't touch on because I, yeah. I cannot do creatives. Yeah. But then you need to do what the business needs, right? So now I'm like, I'm like doing a lot of marketing stuff. I'm still very bad at creatives, but I try to help in other aspects of, of marketing. So like copywriting and everything else. Yeah. But you know, sometimes it's like you no choice then when you start doing, then actually over time, okay, like you, you use cheat tools, uh, like use Canva, right? Then they, 
makes it a bit easier. But yeah. over time, as you do a bit, then it gets a bit easier. You might not be the most talented, but as long as it, it get it done. Yeah, as long as yeah. it gets done. Love it, love it. I agree as well. Like, I mean, my attitude is that like, as long as I know what I do best, the most productive shit, right? I really very happy to outsource everything. Outsource mm. the rest. Like, I mean that I suck at this shit. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, really. If not, if not now, entrepreneurship becomes a chore. Because a pain. Mm. Like, if you try to do everything yourself, imagine you go and code the, what, what, the tech, <laughs> the tech side of the watch. The watch. Yeah. You're a fan, you know? Okay, but yeah. at the start, I, I, I would think it's good to get a sensing and like an understanding of how it works. So yeah, I think for a, base, for a base level, it's good to understand. So at least when people give you the, the deliverable, right, you know what's going on. So if you outsource right from the start, right, and you don't know, so you outsource, then they come oh, back yes, and yes. everything also okay, right? Then that, yeah. that doesn't really work out. So I think it's good to have that base understanding. But of course, like, after you realize that you really can't do this shit, then just outsource. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I agree with that as well. No, you cannot scam uh, if, the, if yeah. you don't do it yourself. Yeah. So talk, talk about entrepreneurship. Just, and just now when you mentioned about the, you know, like cannot sleep at night because a lot of thoughts. What are some struggles you face, right? Apart from that, right? Like when it comes to entrepreneurship, would you face uh, things like anxiety, uh, worries, you know, like overthinking, you know, uh, overachiever syndrome? Definitely. definitely yeah, definitely. can you share more about that? I think one of the aspects that that um that I face is like when you look at other people who are further along the the pathway right or like yeah. they are more successful in a sense then I would feel like very you know like how they are okay some some of them are super young right they're like why they are so young and they achieve more than me already then like, yeah, very yeah, high. Yeah. then you start to compare yourselves and then it gets a bit toxic at times lah so. I'm still in the process of trying to just like don't care lah. Like it's it's a process definitely. Yes. But it can be quite easy to, you know, look at yourself like, hey Daryl, you are doing so well, you're coaching so many people already. And like yeah. for me, I'm still discovering my my way, my passion. But I think at some point in time you just need to realize that everyone has their own life journey to to love live, it. Uh, right? Love it, love so, it, love it. If you look at a lot of the successful entrepreneurs, right, a lot of them didn't even succeed until they were very old. And yep. Yeah, I think what's important is really recognizing what you are good at and just make the effort to go and know yourself more. And I think eventually you will get there. Because if you yeah, keep, yeah. if you keep um, just living in in like a comparison kind of state, uh, it's it's not a good place to live in. I just want to sum up what I just said. Firstly, don't compare, guys. Look at your own your own path. And the second thing is you must choose your own race to fight. Yeah, if you you damn bloody good at piano, you go and play the piano game. You know? Don't don't go and join people do the copywriting. Then after that, you compare, compare, you make yourself too shitty. Yeah. Right. And and the third thing is really truly knowing yourself, like what you said again, know your uniqueness and just keep doubling down. That I I really appreciate it. I think personally wise, right? Uh, what's one struggle that I face? It, 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 I I would say that the loneliness. Uh, previously, it was very lonely. Without mentors, without I, I believe you can resonate as well. Without mentors. Mm. Very, very lonely and, and you feel very lost. What's the yep. next step? You don't even know what's the next step. There is no guide, like what you say. There's no guidance. There's no uh, manual, you know. Say like step one, step two, step three. And and that confusion, that loneliness, uh, it really creeps the hell out of you. And sometimes you will feel like, hey, maybe I should get a man- manager to manage me. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that, the main reason why I even joined Expected. 
the thing about that is that like sometimes sometimes like even if I look around me right then then I see like you know a lot of people playing or a lot of people just enjoying themselves then it's like you can't really find anybody who's like at the same wavelength or have like the same drive in a sense right? not not saying that I'm the most like driven but yeah, like similar yeah. level you know like okay. people who are more passionate and everything then so it's the environment yeah, so so I would think environment is really a very important thing because you know, like say I follow you, follow a few other people, right? Then when you start posing every day, it sort of gets me um like wanting to do more as well. You know, it yeah. gets it puts you in a mindset to you know if people are doing, then I can do it as well. Yeah. Love it, love it. You're right. So that's something that I always share with my clients. So your 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 environment shapes your development because if you're in a place where everybody say, "Hey, just chill up, bro." It's Friday, like, just, just rest, like, you know? And, and of course, you're, you're kind of like deep into the peer pressure and things like that. But at the same time, you know, I have a friend who's a therapist, right? He just reminded me today morning and said that, hey, bro, don't 24-7 just hustle and, and, and all the self-improvement shit. Like. So it's a good good reminder as well to, to strike that balance. Which yeah, I definitely. think sometimes people like us, right, are overachievers. We kind of feel very bad if we are not uh, working. I don't know. Sometimes I feel guilty if I'm not... Uh, being productive, you know? like this weird conditioning in my head already. Mm. If I'm not working, I'm like, oh shit, then the business how, you know? I don't know how many of you, the audience here, feel, feel, that, feel that as well. Like, if you're not being productive, you feel guilty, then when you're guilty, then you cannot sleep, then, oh, I tell you, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, bro. Yeah, so, when you talk about the sleep thing, I, I can feel it. Uh. Yeah, definitely. It's like sometimes when you go out on weekends or like you go for, for like prolonged dinner, then you're like, it's not very productive, huh? then you can be doing something else, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, we all need a break sometimes. That's why like, the, it goes back down, right? The fair balance, the fair balance. So that's something that I'm also trying to learn. Uh, how to self-love. I think these, these are key things like, like most entrepreneurs would definitely resonate as well. But but for yourself, I, I just want to ask one last question before I sum it up, right? Uh, mm-hmm. what, how about your daily daily routines? Do you have all these things in place? or like How does it work out for you? Yeah, so actually when uh, CB started, I I started working out daily. So, okay, at first I started exercising every day because with my brother also, so that makes it a bit easier. Every day we just work out, then we just nice. work for doing everything, right? But then it got so tiring at one point in time because I was doing every day without a break. So we were like, uh, maybe like weights or like uh, a, a HIIT, then the next day run. So run is every alternate day. Nice. Then it got so tiring that at one point in time, I said, like, can I, we really need a break day. So that, yeah. that's when we started to... So now we rest on, like, Saturdays. But yeah, it's something that I've been doing throughout the summer. And I think it's been a very good habit to have. So now yeah. when I don't exercise, uh, I get very, like, lethargic in the day, right? Then when I'm tired, then, I, then I'll exercise in the afternoon if I don't exercise. I try my best. La. Some days, some days I was still, like, you know... Yeah, because yeah. I'm busy or like I have other commitments, right? But then yeah. most of the days, I I would say I haven't gone like one to two days without exercising for the past four months. Mm. Yeah, so that's why right. I have so it. The, the reason why I ask that is because I think one thing my mentor shared, right? Uh, Melvin, Melvin, fire inspector, mm. mm-hmm. he said that uh, there's as a, as a, as an entrepreneur, if you were to manage yourself well, your business will be well managed as well. So I think that that gave me a lot of enlightenment because. I personally don't do things like what meditation previously. I don't work out my body as well. So he, he really put things in the place for me because he said, even if you have money, but you don't have the body to sustain, there's no point. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I think I shared this many times, guys. 5S. Have you heard of it from him? 5S? Not that I came out of. Right, right. So the first one is self. So your when you okay for him right the way he uh the way we do it right is like when we wake up our first few hours is for ourselves. Mm. We, we 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 study uh we we oh yeah we will work out either we read or we no no read not yet right we work out we do our breathing we do our meditation. After self is done then we do our study then that's when we read we research we revise or whatever. Once that is done then we go to service mode we service our clients. After which, uh, we do our sales. Lastly, socialize. So that's where you do social media, like like IG live, like this. Mm. Catch up with friends, go for dinner. So these five S really put things in place for me. Previously, I would don't I don't think they're productive. Then he was like, "Dude, you are you're bullshitting yourself. Do the five S." Then I was like, "Okay, okay." So I just want to share this with the audience here as well. If you do these five, yeah, if you do these five S right every single day, you allocate time for yourself. Then you study. You make sure you improve. Ah, uh, then you serve the clients and whatever, whatever. I think that that will really help you to be way more productive. Huh? That's nice. Yeah. Oh, James. James said that right, your business is essential itself. Yes, I totally agree with that. Right. Hey, thanks for joining, guys. Any questions? If not, most likely we'll sum it up. Yeah. So, so what's one biggest takeaway that probably you can share with uh, the audience here as well? After a couple of months of entrepreneurship, what do you enjoy? You know, what was one takeaway? Hmm. I think the biggest takeaway is from the experiences you get out of it. Mm. So, I would recommend for everybody to just like try something. You might, you know, it might not be a startup per se. It can be like starting your own blog shop or whatever. It can be something very simple. But starting something and working on it, right? It will give you a a very different perspective, and I think it's. That's only good. As there's nothing bad. Even if it fails, right? The experiences you take out of it will will more than like pay for whatever mistakes that you have. Because you only learn through mistakes, right? So yeah, I think it's it's a really nice experience. So that's why I've been enjoying the journey so far. I I love it. I love it. So your your whatever you just uh, shared, right, is very spot on. Like for me, for most people, the thing that like a couple of excuses, right, that, that we will give ourselves is no time, no money, uh, no experience, never do before, scared. So, if you are currently in a full-time job, probably you earn let's say average out like two three k a month. What if you take two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars out right to do a carousel little flip? Mm. Right, that's like a little mini project already, like fulfillment, servicing client. How do we market that on on carousel? The copywriting. So there's yeah. so much that we can learn as well. So you can for me for me back then when I was younger right, I set deadlines. Uh, with, I set limits. I allocated a uh, one month pay which was about two thousand dollars. On an online store, I think I was drop drop shipping last time. Okay. I said, uh, deadline within three months. If this business don't don't work out, I I will stop it. And if this two thousand uh, dollars runs up, I stop it. That's that. That's that. So probably you guys can start this way as well. Once you have this deadline or this level of urgency, right, you take things more seriously. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But did it work out in the end? Uh, <laughs> it it went okay, not too bad. In fact, I was able to sell. Okay, the the honest the truth is that I sold away my problems, right? Uh, I was able to flip it on carousel for eight thousand dollars. The sales was good, but the logistics wise it was bad because it took too long to ship out lah. And I was very honest with the next buyer, so I told him that you want to buy over my problem, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was a fun journey. It was a fun journey. So, 
you don't need to be great to start, but you start to be great. Oh yeah, that's very true. Resourcefulness over resources, yes. Alright, thanks for sharing, guys. Wow. Okay. So most likely we'll end the live already. So I'll right. catch you soon, Marcus. Thanks yeah, for sharing, thank brother. You so much. See you. Thank you. Bye. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>